Welcome back to the Hand of Todd, uh, to the summer specials. Here's the theme tune. sound like I'm uh, kind of all over the place during this podcast it's because my head's a bit sort of sore and I would really rather not be here but we are <laughs> it's quite difficult during the summer to get a date when we can all record together so we're all here um, apart from English Dan who's in Uruguay so he's not here which avoids some confusion because we've got two Dan's anyway um, I'm, I'm Sam Kelly I'm here with Seba who's just joined us like an hour ago yeah just out of the swimming pool into the handle pod yeah. um <laughs> Australian Dan Hello and, and guest Dan Who appeared on the last Summer special Which you heard I don't know A few days or a week ago Depending on when I upload But uh, which we actually Recorded about an hour Or so ago Hello again um, And for this episode The idea of these Summer specials is, is that we teach you A little bit about the Well really that Seba teaches us uh, A little bit about the History and the tradition Of Argentine football uh, Rather than just The the week to week Day to day stuff That we talk about During the season um, and for this this week's class, Seba has uh, lined up a lesson on Platense, one of the, the biggest clubs in the lower divisions. Um, and we'll, we might be able to chip in with the odd little bit that we remember or the questions that we have or, or whatever. Um, so it, also we should mention that we're watching uh, Real Madrid against Barcelona on mute whilst, whilst recording this, the second half uh, of that match. So if you hear us sort of shouting at anything during the recording <laughs> just just bear with us uh, Seba over to you I guess tell us about Platense no, I thought I thought about sharing this story with you because um, Dan our friend uh, who plays futsal is living right now in the Saavedra area and also because David Treseguet uh, is back in Argentina to play for River um, and he made his debut playing for Platense and he, he played in the youth teams of Platense and now he's back and uh, well he, when he was here with Platense he was only 17 he mm-hmm. was on his way to Monaco and after his illustrious career he's back and, and he's going to be playing in the second division with, with River Plate he's, he's a lot like um, Mauro Camaranesi in a way in that he's never played first division football in Argentina before now signing for well, in, not in Camaronesi's case, admittedly, but in Tresegay's case, the club is always supported. Uh, except that in his case, of course, he's not going to be playing exactly. football for yeah, at least ca- another six months. Ca- Camaronesi joined Lanús, but he also supports River Plate. And mm. He couldn't work it out, and, and he, he couldn't join River because of different reasons. But Tresegay actually said that he would have loved to, to play alongside uh, Camaronesi, like <laughs> they did when they were in Ju- uh, playing for Juventus. And they play second division there too, so... <laughs> Yeah, kind of a. <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice to sign Buffon maybe yeah. as well. And, <laughs> and well, Dan might be might be able to tell us how big Platense are in Saavedra because if you walk along the, 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 the streets of Saavedra, Saavedra is a small neighborhood uh, in the northern part of Buenos Aires, and 
if you walk along those uh, streets of Saavedra, you all you see are uh, all you will be able to see were, are um, platenses, graffitis, and mm -hmm. uh, giant calamari, which is the, the mascot uh, or, or the nickname they got, which we'll uh, talk about. Uh, In, in a few minutes. I think you mean more squid rather than squid, uh, what we in English know as calamari, uh, exactly, which is yeah. the popular tapas dish. Uh, ah, that would right. be a, a very amusing mascot for a team. Yeah. <laughs> the reason why I got confused is because uh, um, calamar in is, Spanish, yeah, exactly. is in Spanish, yeah. is the word in Spanish, and calamari is the closest. <laughs> yeah, squid is, is, is right. That's the, the, the word you use in English. And this is a, a club... Um, I wanted to to bring up because uh, the story of how how they form is quite unusual and quite unique, and they are the only Argentine team to play in brown shirt, uh, brown and, and white, and the the way they 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 form, it's um, is 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 a pretty story because uh, there were a bunch of kids. Uh, very young. None of none of them have turned 20 at, at the moment. It was this. This was in 1904, uh, 1904. <laughs> <coughs> 1904, and one of them got a tip uh, to go to the race course, and there was a horse called Gay Simon. <laughs> I'm not joking, <laughs> Gay Simon. And this uh, <laughs> this kid uh, got a tip like they, they say there's no way this horse is gonna lose. So they got all the all their savings together and they bet on 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 this horse and the horse won and he was kind of a of an underdog and so they got a lot of money and with that money they were able to pay for the shirts for football and all the elements they needed to to start a, a football team. And so they started organizing, and the, the year after, uh, on the 25th of May, they founded Platense. Um, Platense was uh, the name of the stud. I mean, stud is not the horse mm. in, in Spanish. We say stud to the... Well, you take it from the English, in fact. So we take it from the, the English, but... The, the father of... Not exactly because no, the, the, like the it's like the house where 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 the oh, okay, horses the, kept yeah, and sure, the stable uh, the stable yeah exactly we call it stud and we also call the uh, race horsing we call it turf yeah turf <laughs> which is uh, strange because there are two English words but they are used in a different way um, and they have different meanings meanings here so the 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 name of this uh, stable was uh, effectively Platense and that's why they chose because. I mean, they could have they could have picked uh, Gay Simon. <laughs> This club could have been called Gay, Gay Simon. Simon. <laughs> exactly, El Trollo Simon. <laughs> But they didn't, so they picked they picked uh, Platense as the name, and they started playing with a uh, um, black shirt with uh, with uh, red sleeves, or maybe it was the other way around. Maybe I can check in a minute, and. Um, And then they found this uh, ground, which was near the river, and it was a, an area that uh, was always flooded when they rain, when it rained, or when the river Rio de la Plata uh, was uh Burst of yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thanks. Hi, it's, it's a tidal. <laughs> Yeah. Well, a tidal estuary, let's say, where majority anglophones here, so I think we can call it an estuary, not a river. So they started playing there, and uh, they, 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 also, they, they have already changed their shirts to uh, all white, but then 
Uh, after every home game, the, the the players were all covered in mud, so they were all oh, brown. Okay. <laughs> and this radio commentator said, "Oh, they uh, because Platense always played uh, well under those uh, muddy and rainy conditions." Uh, this guy said, "They are like calamares en su tinta. They're like squid in their ink. In their ink, yes. And and that's why they they adopted the nickname and." They also changed the the, the the colors of the shirt. So some commentator came up with that phrase, squid in their ink, to describe it. When you'd think, I mean, in English it would be ducks in water, or... Yeah. But is, that a, is that a well-known phrase in Argentine? It is, Spanish, it, is. It? it is. It's like okay. a dish, it's like a, um, a recipe. Thing, yeah. like you, it's like a seafood, it's how you eat some ah, seafood. Right. Mm. It's like calamaris... Calamari with uh, in the ring. I mean, uh-huh. <laughs> just don't put me in this. No, no, I was asking. No, and, and it's not. This, it's not the first. Uh, and, and I don't know if it will be the last uh, time a, a club gets the nickname from a phrase by a commentator. No, Calabro. It happened with Banfield. There, uh, this commentator said that they were like a drill. Drilling holes in the opposition. Yeah. Drilling holes in the opposition, and now they, they are called the drills. Similarly, with I don't know, pretty much anybody who's called the Red Devils, Independiente, Man United, the, the yeah. Mexican side. Yeah. Even Argentinos were the Bichos Bicho you know, because of the commentator, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it was uh, early days, so uh, they were breaking new ground, and, and anyth- anything that was said or written about them probably took a lot of yeah. more importance than these days. And so, yeah, that's the short and little <laughs> story of Platense and how um, they came about and, and how they started with one horse winning a race, which is yes. has nothing to do with football, mm-hmm. and ended up uh, being the, 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 the um, maiden stone, the land, land the, yeah, the, the landmark, the, the, the impetus for, mm-hmm. for the rest of it. Yeah, it's uh, and the, the thing with. I suppose Buenos Aires more than other cities because there are more more clubs here than than any other city in the world. Um, is that it's just it's full of these kinds of stories that are slightly more prosaic. They were founded by the the side of the the railway, which is what Federal Carril means in in Spanish. Mm-hmm. I can't roll my ass. Don't, don't mock me too much. Um, but yeah, I mean lo- loads of other clubs uh, that I'm now struggling to think of, of examples of. Um, well, Poco Unidos, for example, I think there's something about their founding story was because when you first hear Boca Unidos, you think they they were named after Boca Junior yeah. or something. But when you look into it, they were in fact, uh, I think, a bunch of guys were hiding out of the rain in the in the Boca of some like the, the mouth of some building or some yeah. or whatever, and that's where they got the name from. Uh, and La, well, Boca Juniors, of course, from from La Boca, which is literally the mouth, the mouth of the, the river the that the Madrid yeah. is right there on. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to, to think about that uh, because that sounded like a very good way to make this slightly longer. And I'm now struggling. Um, I don't know, but there, there are many. And then, then you have to take into consideration the the foreign languages as well. Like yeah, well, especially yeah. English and clubs like Newell's Old Boys, um, Old Boys, and there are many, many clubs that got a funny origin, and you you wouldn't you wouldn't thought about. Uh, like that, that's probably another story that I can add to mm. this and how they were formed, New Soul Boys, um, and why they have a 
black and red as their colors. And this is uh, an English teacher that went to Rosario called Isaac Newell. Um, he started uh, working in a, in a school and he started English teaching. English or Scottish? He was English. He, he taught English. But he oh, was no, you're English. right. Sorry, he, he, was, he, he was, was English. English. And um, he started teaching the game, the, the game to the kids. And then uh, after they finished school, they, they started uh, playing in kind of organized uh, as if he were, as if they mm. were a club. Yeah. And they started uh, after after he was uh, he, after he died. Uh, they call they call them th- this club Newell's Old Boys, for obvious reasons. Yeah, L- literally like, uh, well, in in Britain we have a, a couple of sides that are not very much amateur, but Old Etonians who were in mm-hmm. several of the really early FA Cup finals and things, which was literally an old boys club for people who got to Eton. Uh, and, and so on. Exactly, and they. And the reason why they play in, in black and red, they they could they could play in blue and yellow for for, for what for all for for that matter, and that's the colors of their opposition, mm. their main rivals, Rosario Central. But they pick uh, one color from the English flag, red, uh, as a homage of uh, to, okay. to Mr. Newell, and his wife was from Germany, so they pick one. They pick one, and Carles Puyol has scored. We're, we're watching the first leg, I should point out. Yeah. This might just possibly get uploaded <laughs> after the second leg. So and this was exactly the same goal he scored against Germany in the World Cup. Yeah. Exactly the same. Yeah. Exactly the same. Yeah. In the semi-finals. Late run into the box. Yeah. Mourinho's really drilled them on those set pieces. <laughs> um, so Mr. Newell, Mr. Yeah. Newell's uh, wife was from Germany, and she really helped uh, the kids... Uh, uh, creating the club and she was really supportive so they also uh, wanted to 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 recognize her and so that's why they picked a color from the German flag mm, uh, sure. black that's interesting because I always assumed because Colón blend the same colors as, as Newell's I thought it must be the Santa Fe provincial colors or something um, did do you know why Colón play in well they call they call them sangre y luto which means uh, blood and and Morning mm. or morn, yeah. And but I I will have to look into that into the story of the club to really tell you right. whether that's the reason they picked those colors. Mm. It, it, it might be taken from news, maybe I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to tell you right now. But yeah, news uh, ended up becoming one of the most uh, traditional provincial sites uh, in Argentina and one of the most. Successful as well. And Rosario is a, a huge uh, mm-hmm. centre for well for Argentine football. Full stop. Menotti, um, several other players. The Messi, Messi was yeah, yeah, and Batistuta. Messi, Batistuta. Promise yeah. for the future. Um, <laughs> Bielsa. <laughs> yeah, you know, a, a lot of players like Maxi Rodriguez, uh, Mauro Formica, playing right now in the Premier League. Are from Rosario, Alejandro Faulin. Mm. <laughs> ah. uh, no, well, the obvious case is Messi, uh, but there, there has always there have always been there has always been a tradition. News of boys uh, as a as a feed, feeding club for yeah. for the bigger clubs in Buenos Aires. And, and the other one that has just really come into my mind. Um, it is a club that we've talked about on Hand the Pod when we've been discussing the Copa Argentina because they played against your club, Racing Seba. Mm-hmm. Um, how on earth did 
did a club come up with the name as, as a football club? Why did they want to call themselves Football Club That Which Is To Come? Or... <laughs> the future. El, el Porvenir, which literally means the kind of the, the forthcoming. Yeah, or the future, or what's, what's, what's what, coming. What lies yeah. ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what lies ahead. <laughs> Imagine what lies ahead United. Yeah. <laughs> lies ahead City. I'm, I'm guessing you don't know the origin <laughs> of the name, but it's, it, it's another example. It's no. not just the, the kind of the English language football names that are a bit daft here. Um, no, but it's, sometimes it, it's, it's ridiculous how they get these names. And, and for example, Nueva Chicago, do you know how? Nueva Chicago, yeah, that's, that's a bit easier because uh, that area of Mataderos was known as Nueva Chicago uh, because of the crime situation. It was uh, the new uh, Chicago. In the yeah, exactly. 30s, it was like the new Chicago. Well, Chicago was world famous for their crime for its crime mm-hmm. and yeah that, that area was oh, right. known as the Nueva Chicago but right. for example uh, we all know Argentinos Juniors they are from a barrio a neighborhood called La Paternal La Paternal was uh, nothing other than an insurance company which which was there and so the locals refer to the area surrounding mm. as La Paternal mm. and it's just a trademark it's just uh, an mm. insurance company and and now it's like a, 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 um, it's something that gives the locals pride uh, that that is a name that they, they, they feel they came up with yeah exactly and they feel like home uh, like it's, it's their home to them and it's, it's a name that really really uh, matters and, and it's really um, attached to their sentiments you know and, and it's certainly a barrio that kind of lives it out as well. It's very full of local pride when you go to La Paterna. Lovely place. And uh, incidentally, they are the biggest rivals of Platense. Hmm. It's like they, they don't play in they don't play in the same division now, but they hate each other. It's it's not a, it's not safe to go to Argentino Juniors. Yeah. First Platense. Yeah, if you hear us talking on the pod about Argentinos old boys being a classico, then it's it they're kind days. of making yeah. making do, let's say, until they until they can play Platense again. Yeah. Um yeah, the, the only other thing I I'd, I'd like to add is that my favourite Argentine club name, um well I, I, there are so many to pick choose from actually, but certainly one of the longest is Club Deportivo, Godoy Cruz Antonio Tomba. Um and the, I, I can't remember who, who, who or what Godoy Cruz was, but I was always fascinated by the Antonio Tomba, and apparently it was, they were founded from a merger of two or three different clubs in Mendoza, and Antonio Tomba was one of the greatest players of, of the biggest of those clubs. They decided to name the club after him, after they'd already decided to call it Godoy Cruz, they then stuck Antonio Tomba on the end of it, which I think is... Is magnificent. And I think also he also had a. I think he also had a part in in the organization of the club, yeah. and he was kind of the driving force behind. So that's another aspect. Okay. Uh, I know we're mainly talking about smaller clubs, but I think the San Lorenzo story was an interesting one, and how they got their name and their, their nickname. And yeah, yeah, San Lorenzo. Um, the, one of the several nicknames they have because. Uh, all over the years, they have been getting new nicknames because of particular situations. But they started out as um, they were called Los Forzosos de Almagro, and it was a local side the, the, with kids playing. Yeah, it was, the, it was like a, yeah. almost a street gang kind of thing. Yeah, kind of a Sunday league uh, team. And nearby, there was a church, and there was this priest called Lorenzo Massa. 
and he said that he was going to help them uh, get a place to to play and in fact they played in the backyard of this church and in exchange all the players they had to attend uh, his his masses and so they did and they decided later on to to change the name to San Lorenzo de Almagro um, but they were actually playing in Boedo because these mm. kids were from Almagro but then they this church was in this uh, neighbor, uh, this other neighborhood called uh, Boedo and they started playing there and, and but after after a while well they they started uh, being named, known as the saints because of San Lorenzo San mm -hmm. he, this guy wasn't a saint <laughs> but he was to them maybe and yeah they, they, yeah it's really it's one of the one of the few clubs very at least in the, in, in their origins in their origins very very close to the Catholic Church and mm. it doesn't it doesn't mean that they're, they're all Catholics or, 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 I don't know, that people from other religions don't support them. It's not the case because they're one of the biggest clubs in Argentina and they're, they are support, they're supported uh, nationwide. So, but, but this, the story is, is, is amazing. And then they got a lot of different nicknames. Uh, they, they were, they were, uh, they're also known as la, Los Carasucias, which means the dirty faces, mm -hmm. because this particular San Lorenzo side of the 50s or 60s, maybe even 70s, and were, uh, was full of young players. And they were so young, they were like kids, and kids, they always have their faces dirty, and <laughs> that's, that's how they got this nickname. Um, and also Los Cuervos, because of the priests. The, the crows, because mm. of the... Yeah, Exactly. Club Atletico Sin Libertadores de America <laughs> They are the fans of the Big Five they're the, they're the only team in the Big Five who've never won the Copa Libertadores uh, and that incredibly funny uh, little joke happens to have the same uh, oh, what's the word? Initials. My brain's shutting down acronym. Initials, yeah, acronym, the acronym as, yeah. Uh, as, as they actually do um, Yeah, I, I think we'll, we'll leave it there and we'll start recording another one forthwith Um to borrow a phrase from Empor Menir. Um, <laughs> so we'll be, we'll be back, well, in, in your ear holes in, in a few <laughs> days' time um, for us in a few Sounds minutes. It's, uh, for now, it's, it's bye from uh, Guest Dan. Goodbye. Thank you for your invaluable contributions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodbye from well, Australia. Goodbye. <laughs> to be fair, he noted when I said that in, Pla in Saavedra there are a lot of uh, graffitis. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to say something, but uh, we got yeah. carried away. No, no. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I, before, before we finish, I, I, I wanted to ask him, because he went to Platense, I wanted to... Yeah. Uh, uh, I wanted to ask Dan about his impression of their ground, their fans, yeah. what what the, their fans told you about the team and anything you can tell us. Um, well, the coach of the team I'm playing for is a massive Platense uh, fanatic. Um, One of the check, four guys. Check the last <laughs> special episode if you're not sure what Dan's talking about because <laughs> that's the team he's playing for. Um, yeah, he's a massive uh, fanatic of Platense, um, so much so that he's bought me um, a training jumper I've got, I've got the kit with the number 10 on the back um, and he also gave me a, a what can be set up a shirt of the selection with Sponton ah. on the back who is possibly one of the greatest uh, players to ever play yeah, he, was the, he was him the him and Bargesio yeah, yeah he was the the Platense Scanigia because he was yeah. blonde and he was exactly. forward. He was. Yes. He had a. If I don't. If I'm. If I'm not mistaken, he had a 
great game at La Bombonera. I think he scored a hat-trick for Platense yeah. against Boca in La Bombonera. So he was, he, he was massive. He was a very good player. I've seen a Platense. few um, clips on YouTube and yeah, he was he was very good. And um, yeah, so basically it went from there and that's when I started learning about Platense and I went to the stadium and had a look around and I thought it was very nice. Uh, I like the stadium. It's very rare that in... Um, Australia, a well, we only have the A League. Mm. There's ten professional clubs. Everyone else is like they'd love a stadium like that, but it's very yeah. rare that you have one. Yeah. Um, and also, um, I've kind of taken a liking to them because the first three letters, their initials, Cap, are the first three letters of my last name, Capillaro. Yeah. So that's kind of the rolling joke at the moment. <laughs> but like you said, in Saavedra, everywhere the uh, the Escudo. Mm-hmm. The club badge is painted everywhere in maroon yeah. and white, yeah. and the letters CAP and Dalia Platense, Vamos Platense, these words yeah. are constantly yeah. everywhere. Yeah. There's a, a street named after the, the date of the foundation, you were telling us? Or? No, this is a slightly <laughs> cruel to, to bring up. But as, as Seva mentioned earlier, they were founded on the same day as the... Uh, as, as Argentina, well, not the same day, but 95 years to the day later. <laughs> I think I asked if that was the case. It's three years. I asked if that was the case, but yeah, yes, yeah. I was uh, misinformed. It's, it, it would be a very easy mistake to make, actually, because you, you've not spent much time out of Saavedra and, yeah. and whatnot. Um, yeah, anyway, it's we'll wrap up now. We'll, we'll start recording the next special when we really don't know what we're going to talk about, but we'll make something up. Uh, <laughs> goodbye from, from Seba. We'll carry on with the Ciao, questions. gracias. And goodbye from me. Mm-hmm.